Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Prog Watch. Music that tells a story. With your friend and host, Big Tony Rousick. A.K.A. Frog Squatch. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Well, hello there. This is Big Tony, your host, and you, my friend, are in for another 90 or so minutes of great progressive rock music on this week's Prog Watch. Our show opener this week was The Buggles with Video Killed the Radio Star from their Age of Plastic album in 1980. A bit of trivia about that song that some of you may know is that it has the distinction of being the first song ever played on MTV, the music network that actually played music back in the day. The Buggles were keyboardist Jeff Downs and singer-bassist Trevor Horn, and I am thrilled to tell you that Jeff Downs is my special guest this week. After bursting on the scene with the Buggles in the early 80s, Jeff went on to do a stint in Yes and then formed Asia with Steve Howe, John Wetton, and Carl Palmer. In 2011, Jeff rejoined Yes, and he's been doing double duty with both Yes and Asia ever since. Along the way, he had a successful side project with John Wetton called Icon, and also worked with Greg Lake at one point. Currently, he has formed a new partnership with UK composer, multi-instrumentalist, producer, and singer Chris Braid. This project is called the Downs Braid Association, with a new Downs Braid album coming out and a live Yes offering a week later. Jeff was doing the publicity rounds and granting interviews, and I was lucky enough to get a chance to talk to him. I'll let you hear some of that in a few minutes. But first, let's listen to another song. This one a favorite of mine from the second Asia album called Alpha in 1983. The smile has left your eyes. So you're standing hand in hand But now you come to me The solitary man And I know what it is That made us live such ordinary lives Where the good of the sea No one could sympathize The smile has left your eyes The smile has left your eyes
Again, that was The Smile Has Left Your Eyes by Asia, from the 1983 sophomore effort called Alpha. Before we hear some of the brand new music from the Downs Braid Association album called Skyscraper Souls, let's delve into part one of my interview with Jeff Downs. So, uh, I know you're a busy guy and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. No worries, man. Okay, so uh, before we get started, I do want to tell you it is a real pleasure and an honor to have you on my program. Ever since, uh, you know, the first video on MTV with the Buggles all the way up through what you're doing now, I've been a fan of pretty much everything you've done. Oh, thank you. That's great. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to keep on going. Well, it sounds like you are, from what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, before we get into talking about the new Downs Braid Association album and the new uh, Live Yes album, I wonder if you might give us a little of your thoughts on... Uh, well, it's been a pretty rough year, really. I mean, there was the death of Steve Howe's son and the cancellation of the remainder of the Yes Tour. And then earlier in the year, there was the loss of John Wetton, your longtime friend and collaborator. So I was wondering if you had any particularly fond recollections of John that you might want to share or uh, anything else you might want to say now that a little time has gone by? Well, certainly um, it was a, a big blow uh, losing John because, as as you know, we... We had not just the Asia stuff, but uh, we collaborated on a lot of other stuff as well. Sure, and, um, Icon, yeah. Yeah, with the Icon albums, we did four of those. So, um, as we were really, really sad, you know, because I think that we had such a, a, a great re- working relationship together. And um, uh, it was always very, very straightforward. You know, I'd go down to his uh, place in, uh, in Bournemouth in the UK and... Uh, we just literally just sit around the piano and, and, and throw songs together, uh, and it was very, very inspirational. So that's, you know, it's a great loss to me, and, uh, you know, I miss him very much, not not just as a writing partner, but also as a uh, as a friend, because he was a really great friend as well. So uh, that was a particularly tough one. Certainly uh, uh, losing Chris Squire a couple of years ago was a, a big blow to the Yes uh, organization. Sure. Because Chris was such a, uh, you know, was such a, a comprehensive member of Yes through the years, probably the, the most single uh, pioneer of Yes's music, and uh, uh, so that was a blow as well. But you know, I think that uh, we can live in the, uh, you know, the satisfaction, I suppose, of, of knowing that uh, there was some. Tremendous music came from all of these people, and uh, uh, and, and hopefully that will be long remembered uh, for many years to come. Amen. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, on the lighter topics, um, <laughs> you, you made a you made a, another record with the UK musician, singer, composer, and producer Chris Braid as Downs Braid Association. This is your third record together, and will be released on November seventeenth. And I'm going to have links for the folks at home who are listening whenever I post this to my show so they can find it and order it, hopefully. But anyway, yeah. it seems like uh, you've been endlessly touring with both Yes and Asia. How did you find time to record this album? Well, I think that, that uh, when we first uh, embarked on our association, it was very much a case of uh, it was almost done remotely. You know, I'd be sending Chris a lot of ideas through the uh through the 
through the the the, the internet and uh, file sharing, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and and that was really how uh, the whole thing was born. And uh, uh, I, the first time I met Chris was actually uh, through Trevor Horn. We um, he was in uh, Trevor Horn's side project called The Producers, uh, and we I did some stuff with them. Uh, and uh, I'm still working with Trevor actually to this day. So uh, uh, when, when I first met Chris, he said to me, you know, it would be really great if uh, if we could do some work together because uh, he was a huge Buggles fan. I think the Buggles was one of the first albums he, he bought. So uh, and he was particularly uh, praiseworthy of, of the uh, the import that I'd made to to that music. So it, it was. Uh, Really, something that, that that just came about, and I think that when we, when we got together with those first couple of albums, it it was uh, it was a, again it was a very natural process. I think we just kind of hit it off, and uh, we found that we had very similar backgrounds, very similar uh, influences in music, and uh, uh, so it was very again it was very easy to work with Chris, and I think that uh, particularly with this album, we really uh, expanded. It just by initially it was really just a duo just the two of us working on stuff together uh, you know with drum machines and uh, a very almost uh, electronic approach to the music this time I think that we had the opportunity to introduce uh, a number of guests that, that particularly Chris was associated with and um, uh, and, and the album has, has kind of turned out into more uh, rather than more sort of electronica, it's turned into more of a, uh, I suppose you could say, a prog, prog pop kind of album. And uh, certainly some of the pe- people we've got involved in it are, are not just sort of uh, pop people, but uh, people that have got, um, you know, rock and, and prog backgrounds. So it's it's uh, it's, it's an interesting album, and uh, I think that a lot of people will will like what we've done in terms of how we've focused on melodies and, and the songwriting aspects and the, the production and everything like that. Yeah, I was going to get into that. Uh, I was just re-listening to the second album last night, and uh, I've heard Skyscraper Souls. Um, the second one kind of, I thought, had a little bit of a Buggles vibe to it. This one, like you said, it seems more prog. There's the central piece that's uh, like over 18 minutes, and then throughout the rest of the album, there's exploration of themes and like counterpoints. Um, did you plan it that way, or did the main piece kind of suggest the course for the rest of the album? Well, uh, funny enough, uh, Chris, although his, his main associations has been with um, with pop acts, and you know, as you as you probably read from the the general blurb, you know, he's been mm-hmm. associated with some very very high profile. Uh, pop mainstream artists sure uh, but his, this is one of his real loves is, is pop music and uh, he's got uh, uh, he loves the old vinyl collections and um, uh, you know he's got a very good selection of yes and bands like caravan and you know, the British um, the early British prog music and, and so uh, I think that, that we discussed maybe bringing some of that influence into play and uh and certainly with the idea of doing a, an epic track that's, uh, you know, along the lines in terms of duration, along the lines of, you know, close to the edge or 
or Tubular Bells or um, mm-hmm. the War of the Worlds, that kind of thing. It's more of a, a kind of conceptual piece. And, um, uh, and I think we both felt that it would be a very interesting direction to take on this particular album, bearing in mind that we... We had, uh, uh, you know, a real rhythm section in uh, Ash and uh, uh, and Andy Hodge. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it, it's turned out, I think, uh, probably better than we we'd hoped in many ways. Yeah, I think it's probably the most uh, progressive and maybe the most, uh, I don't know, accomplished. Maybe I mean, not that the other ones weren't, but it just seems more like it's gelling as a project and more like a band sound. Yeah, and I think I think it's more of um, you know we, 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 it shows more maturity. I think you know we were feeling the water. I think the first couple of albums, but this is this has taken on a whole new uh, a whole new meaning as far as we're concerned. And we're very uh, we, we were very conscious about the melodic side of it. Uh, and I think that when people have several listens to the album, they'll start to. Uh, uh, grab hold of these um, hooks and uh, you know the, the melodic content that we put into it and uh, uh, and hopefully it's uh, it's you know it's, it's it's an enjoyable album to listen to i i found it to be so so uh oh, okay. yeah uh lucky guy here i got to preview it um <laughs> yeah. but, no, uh, probably more than i got yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you may be tired of hearing it i know how that goes sometimes well no i think that um you know when you live with something uh, and you you hear the you know all the hooks and, and everything like that, and they kind of stay with you. And you you know you're walking down the street, and one of those one of those melodies will just come into your head. You know, and I think that that's what music's about. You know, it's about uh, recognition of of of, um, of aspects of uh, music and and everything like that. And and I think you know uh, without being too uh, you know, over the top about it. I think I think we we managed to achieve that. Yeah. Um. So you, you guys are going to take it on the road, right? You're you're going to tour. Well, I, th- I think we'll see how it goes. I, I think that it's, it's very hard to suddenly turn around and go right. We'll drop everything else and and, and go on tour. And, and certainly, my own particular schedule touring wise has been so intense for the last yeah. few years. Uh, and with the 50th anniversary of Yes coming up next year, there's going to be quite a lot of activity regarding that. But certainly, uh, I think that if if there's a, a, a demand for it or there's an appetite for it, then we'd we'd be um, we'd be very very keen to uh, to proceed with that. Now let's hear some of the new music Jeff was talking about from the third Downs Braid Association album, Skyscraper Souls. This is the epic central piece that is the title track. You can never be too careless with selflessness. This here and now is where we are. This drop of light amidst an infinity of stars. This brief tick-tock of moments amidst eternity.
gods and angels fall Where darkness wraps around the mind Hiding in shadows, stealing only time Where mountain climbers
Again, that was Skyscraper Souls, the title track from the brand new Downs Braid Association album. When I post this show to my website, progwatch.com, I'll have links where you can learn more about Jeff and find this new album, as well as the new Yes Live album, which we will hear more about in a few moments. Don't go anywhere. Progwatch will be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So now let's hear some more music from another great live album on which Jeff played, which, while recorded in 2009, was just released a few months ago. It is by the John Wetton and Jeff Downs project called Icon, and comes from the album Urban Psalm and it is a fine interpretation of the Asia favorite, Days Like These. Days Like These. It's probably the most successful single we've ever had in America, but um, we didn't write it. The sun was shining, the sky was crying It just tore apart and down came the rain I was soaking, yeah I was freezing But I was feeling no kind of pain And my fireball, I held it in my hand You see before you, a man who's no greatness I had a vision, a revelation I took a leg inside myself and I'm a sensation Days like these I feel like I can change the world Days like these I feel like I can change the world Let's see the reason or it's impossible If you ain't got it you ain't never gonna get it Once you find it you got to grab it, you gotta reach down your own throat and yank it to the surface. It may be brutal, it may be gory, whatever else it is, it's in my story. Yeah, I can see it, yeah, I believe it. I sing it out, shout it out, give me death or glory. Days like these, I feel like I can change the world. Days like these, I feel like I can change the world Days like these, days like these You know I think I'm on a mountain or two Days like these, days like these Whatever you want, you know I'll get up for you 
Like These by Wetton and Down's Icon from the Urban Psalm album released earlier this year. Let's do one more from the same album before we move on to the rest of the interview in some different musical territory. This is a live rendition of the title track from the second Wetton and Down's Icon album called Rubicon. This is another song from Rubicon and it's called Rubicon. Desire to move on 
Rubicon live from the Icon album Urban Psalm. Now let's hear more from Jeff Downs. So yeah, after it's like a week after the DBA album is officially released, there's going to be a live Yes album called Topographic Drama from the recent tour. And uh, I got a chance to listen to that as well. And boy, ain't I lucky. 
<laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that there are a couple of releases now that that are, are really very different, and I, I, I'm glad that we managed to capture that that particular tour because I think those two albums, Topographic Oceans and uh, Drama, uh, and, and Drama yeah. are two real kind of milestone albums in in, in Yes's career in in different ways, and I think that uh, certainly Topographic Oceans was the, the holy grail of many Yes fans. I think that they they um, they, they epitomise Yes's main excesses and forays into the <laughs> esoteric world, and uh, uh, and it was nice to capture that because, from my own standpoint, I was obviously not involved in that album, and right. uh, and I'd not really. Li- Listened to it in a great deal. I sort of moved on to other things by the time Yes were doing that, and uh, uh, and to go back and look how they put that together, it's really quite uh, an extraordinary piece of work, and not not just uh, recording wise, but compositionally uh, and complexity. So that was a a very interesting album, just as an outsider for me to look at and look at the way the keyboard parts have been put together and the, the arrangement. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. You, you've said that Rick Wakeman was a, a big influence on you. So what was it like uh, interpreting some of his work, you know, to perform it live? Well, I think that, that uh, you know, it was not the first time we'd done the album series. We, we had, uh, um, prior to, to doing the, the, this tour, we we had several tours where we were doing um, a mixture of the classic albums right. uh, in their entirety. And so... Uh, I, I got a, a, a good chance to look at Rick Wakeman's uh, contributions, as, as well as Tony Kay's, and um, and to a lesser degree Patrick Mraz. But uh, certainly, uh, those albums really stood up as, as albums, and, and I think that uh, that was a very interesting uh, avenue to look at, uh, even just from a musicology standpoint about how how those albums were created and, and what really attracted people to them and what made what made them great albums. And so um, looking at Topographic, it was it was a whole new chance of, of viewing Yes in, in a different light. Uh, and, and to be able to have backed that with the drama album, of course, which I was involved with from uh, in, in, in its entirety from the beginning, um, that was a real turning point, I think, in Yes's career. I think that's, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I, yes, I, I, I think drama is really uh, uh, maybe underappreciated. Maybe I, I, I think there's more appreciation for it now. But I mean, at the time, you know, the the three guys that were left from Yes, their backs were up against the wall. It was like either you're going to put out something really great, or you're just going to go away. You know, <laughs> or yeah, go on yeah. to other things. But I mean. You know, with the infusion of you and Trevor, you guys came out with a great album, and I, you know, I think it. You know, without it, there may there may not be a yes today. You know, maybe there would have been, but I mean, that was really to me a critical album, and it's really an underrated gem. I think, in my opinion, I think it's a great album. Yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of that album, and I think that that uh, as you pointed out, the, the three guys when we joined them, they really had something to prove, and, and I think that. The previous um, version of Yes, had, uh, they'd kind of done it really, and they had this abortive uh, album that they tried to 
make in Paris with Roy Thomas Baker, which was, uh, you know, which they, they 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 just didn't get anywhere with, and and so they, they were really a, a loose end when Trev uh, and myself were lucky enough to get involved with them, um, uh, and I think they they'd all heard the Age of Plastic album, which had just been released, uh, and we were on the same management uh, company, uh, and that's really how we. We we didn't so much as join them. We 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 morphed into them, and uh, and I know they were very receptive to take yes in a different direction, and uh, and it meant that because we come from probably not the pedigree background that that uh, most people would have expected, they really opened the gates for us to do or inject some of our ideas in, which were more. I suppose more kind of technological uh, concept, not just uh, the music, but also in the, uh, the 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 lyrical aspect that Trevor was coming up with lyrics that were not, and um, you know they, they, these weren't uh, pastoral uh, roses in the garden kind of lyrics. You know this was mm-hmm. uh, industrial urban uh, concepts, and, and I think that that really changed Yes's style in some ways that paved the way for them when they went into the 90125 era mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Trevor Rabin that um, I think the guys in Yes particularly Chris and Alan the rhythm section could see that Yes could actually be a lot more than just this band that played these great long rambling pieces in the 70s and, 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 and so I think we were institutional Trevor and I were institutional in helping them um, move into a new genre and while still retaining the yes uh, you know the, that unique yes sound and so it was um, it was an album I think a turning point in their career so those the two albums you know the topographic drama are, are very very different albums and I think both very significant in yes's history and I think that's hopefully part of the attraction of why people will see you know that that this this album we're putting out now has got uh, a lot of credibility and uh, a lot of interest uh, factor to it. Yeah, there's uh, it's great performances all the way through. But I was I have to say I was really impressed with Billy Sherwood. Obviously, he's the new kid on the block, so I was really listening to the bass parts and the vocals. And I mean, you know, Chris Squire, huge shoes to fill. I think Billy did a great job of being able to sing those parts and play the bass at the same time. The complicated things that he's doing—it's just—it's mind blowing to me. So, uh, yeah, what was it like getting him integrated into the band like that? Well, I think that, that Billy had obviously had a long history with Yes. I think that yeah, he was uh, in Yes. He, he was with them uh, around about the ladder tour and right. uh, around that period. Uh, he'd done a side project with Chris um, mm-hmm. called Conspiracy, right? Uh, and it was a lot easier, I think, for him to channel Chris than anybody else I could imagine because, um, you know, he'd worked with Chris on many levels and uh, uh, and it was really Chris's suggestion that, that he came uh, when Chris wasn't well enough to tour. He he suggested, Billy, that, that he would be the, the the ideal person which hopefully, you know, was only going to stand in at that time. But, but of course... That sadly was not the case, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think Billy did a great job uh, coming in and, uh, and and doing what he did because, you know, it was not just Chris's uh, bass playing. You know, Chris's vocals were a very very integral part 
path of Yes's music. Right. So uh, we hit on a, you know, we were hitting around it a little before you mentioned the 50th anniversary tour. So, I mean, in light of Steve's recent loss, that's still going on as scheduled? Yes, I think so. I mean, that's another real, very tragic thing that, that, yeah. uh, that hit us um, a few months ago. And uh, uh, I, I know that Steve has been as you know as brave about it as he ca- as he can be and uh uh you know i know that uh, uh steve will you know continue to make music as much as he can um you know given the circumstances and so uh, i mean we are fully we are fully committed to do uh as much as we can next year and you know continue the uh, yes legacy as much as we can that's great. Um, so, in your career, I mean, this is this is this one will be a little bit off the wall, but I think it might be fun. But you've played with so many legends: Trevor Horn, Greg Lake, John Wetton, Chris Squire, Steve Howe, Carl Palmer, just to name a few. If you were going to follow on in the tradition of Ringo Starr and put together <laughs> Jeff Downs and his All Stars, uh, who would you have in your your ideal band? Well, well, that's that's a tricky one. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I mean that's very interesting that that you should say that because um, I I seem to have been blessed with uh, working with not just the great musicians but great bass players, and I certainly um, oh, yeah. as a writer, uh, you know, I've written with you know Greg Lake and John Wett and, and Glenn Hughes and uh, Trevor Horn and, and Chris Squire, so. These are these are iconic figures in the in the, in the music industry. So um, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd love to work. I would have loved to work with Sting because I, I always fancied uh, his bass playing um, to be, you know, he's very interesting. Had a very interesting vocal against his bass part. But he's probably he's probably out of my league. So uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> forget about him. But. Um, no, I mean he would have been somebody that I would, you know, in an ideal world, I would have liked to have worked with at some point. But um, I mean, there, there's, uh, you know, there are so many people out there that uh, uh, are great players, and I'm meeting new players all the time. And um, certainly with the Icon project that, that I had with John, we had some great musicians there: Dave Kilman, Stu played guitar with Roger Waters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, John Mitchell. John who, Mitchell. I just talked to him last week, actually. Did you? Uh, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know uh, people like that. I, I, I certainly want. You know, love to have John Mitchell along. He was, of course, involved with the first two Icon albums. Dave was, was involved with the uh, the last one. So, um, you know, th- these are guys who who were really the the, the new generation of of the the prog legends uh, from the UK, and uh, and so. I'd love to work with people like that. Um, uh, you know, the, the, these would be guys that I would I would put forward if I was going to put forward uh, put put my all stars band together. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, I guess when you're not writing, recording, producing, or touring, what do you like to do outside of music? Well, I I I, I like to get away from. Uh, I want a place by the sea, so I I, I go and chill out there for. Uh, when, when, when I come off the road, I'm going to chill out there and just kind of recharge the batteries, uh, get my head together, and uh, watch a bit of sport and um, play around with my computers. I'm a bit of a computer geek, so uh, I, I, I like to uh, experiment with stuff like that. Um, 
and certainly get back down to some writing. I think that that's something that it's, it's not that easy to do. I don't find it that easy to do on the road. I find it quite uh, tricky because you're kind of focused on on one thing, and uh, and that's the show. And so it's quite hard to keep stepping out of that. I know some some people have been able to do that, but um, mm-hmm. I, I don't find it that easy to do that. I like to set aside a time when I, I'll, I'll really concentrate on writing and, uh, and, and, and do it that way. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess that was about all I had. I, I know you're busy. You're, you've been doing these all afternoon, right? Uh, yeah, I've got another one coming in about five minutes. So, uh, really? I might have a, yeah. So I might have a drink of water and, uh, go to the bathroom. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah and, uh, do what you got to do. You know, when, yeah. you get to, uh, when you get to, to my age, you know, it's, uh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do appreciate it very much. It was a pleasure and an honor to talk to you, sir. Great to talk to you, too, and thank you. All right, man. Well, good luck with everything, and um, and I'll speak to you soon. All right, thanks. Take care. Jeff was talking about the new Live Yes album, Topographic Drama, and we're going to listen to a track from that album now. This is a nice rendition of Into the Lens, one of my favorites from the 1980 Yes album, Drama.
That was Into the Lens from the new Live Yes album called Topographic Drama, which will be released right around the time of this broadcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. When Jeffrey joined Yes in 2011... The band made a new album which drew heavily on material which was written during Jeff's first stint with the band around 1980 to 1981. I thought Fly From Here was a pretty good record centered on the namesake suite of songs, which in all was over 20 minutes in length. A return to the old epic form there for Yes on that one. From that suite, this is Fly From Here Part 1, We Can Fly, and Part 2, Sad Night at the Airfield.
no ground staff in the empty corridors There's no one sleeping, no one awake I'd start an engine in the night If only just to break the silence That last intake of Clouds in the night as we breathe Too late For even the night waits to be We can wait for dawn To carry on When we can fly
parts one and two of the Fly From Here suite, taken from the 2011 Yes album of the same name. Well, that's about all we have time for. I hope you enjoyed my special coverage of prog rock legend Jeff Downs. Like I said earlier, when I post this show to my website, progwatch.com, I will have links where you can learn more and find the albums which we have been sampling on the program. If you like the show, you can also subscribe there and find links to my Facebook page, Twitter, and email. Until next time, please be good to each other, and prog on, brothers and sisters. your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned so fresh and somehow a clean house makes your head feel fresher too with a housekeeper from care you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think find a great housekeeper set a schedule that works for you and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other more fun things get the housekeeping help you need at care.com Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com.